0: hello everybody welcome back to the higher battle podcast my name is peyton and here we talk about jesus and together walk through the highs and the lows of living a life for god today we are talking about Knowing and distinguishing the difference between God's voice, your voice, and Satan's voice. Now, I asked you guys on Instagram what topics you would like to hear for this week, and this was the winner. And if you're wondering how you can be a part of the podcast, you can vote and all that fun stuff, uh, and really make it more personal to what you need to hear, then go ahead and join our family over on Instagram. But I'm actually really excited to take a deeper look at this topic today because a lot of times people find it really hard to know the difference between God's voice and Satan's voice. And sometimes it's even hard to tell the difference between your voice and God's voice. Well, let's see what we can learn about it today. Get ready and excited and stay tuned for next Wednesday because we will have a panel specifically answering questions for new believers and helping them through that process of following Jesus and pursuing this relationship with Jesus. And they are some of my friends here in my hometown, as well as a couple of pretty cool people that I have met through TikTok. So I hope you guys get really excited and... It might even be two parts, so, like, you guys will get two weeks of coolness and wisdom. So, love that. Look forward to that. So, let's start with God's voice versus Satan's voice. For me, this has become a lot easier, like, a whole lot easier to distinguish the two because of my relationship with God and what I know about God, but it definitely has taken time to learn. But for some, specifically new believers or those who are struggling with temptation right now, might find it a bit tricky. Someone who doesn't know the truths of Jesus. Maybe they haven't really even started their relationship with Jesus yet. It can be hard when you don't know anything about God. The devil is smart, you guys. Like, he really knows how to play with your mind. The number one way to know if it's God speaking into your life, or if it's the devil, is if it goes against the Bible or God's written word, his commandments. And here's where it's important that you are spending time in your word, you are spending time doing Bible study, spending time with God in that way. Because if you ever have questions or if you ever doubt whether something is right or wrong, then it's not from God. And this is where it is so important to make sure you're reading the Bible you're doing Bible studies, you're spending that time with God, because how are you going to know the difference if you don't have any of this knowledge, or if you haven't asked for that knowledge from God? But if you ever have to question for a second whether it is right or wrong, then it's not from God. You see, God doesn't want to confuse us. If you're confused about something, confused about a decision you should make, like it seems like the answer is hard to find, you're probably focusing on your voice, stuck in your own mind. God is our path and our guidance through all things and circumstances and God helps us understand things you guys like he wants things to be clear he wants you to seek him and he wants to help you and guide you and he doesn't want you to get confused because confusion is when we get frustrated and when we get frustrated we turn to ourselves and that is when satan just loves to creep in God's wisdom and voice shouldn't make you feel confused anxious or worried so I hope you're kind of sitting there and being like okay Okay, I see that. There's definitely been times where I haven't known if this is God guiding me or something else where I have been really worried. God isn't going to make you worried or anxious and things like that. And we see this in Matthew 4, 1 through 10. When Jesus is tempted by the devil in the wilderness, the devil speaks to Jesus. And guess what, you guys? He uses scripture. Even the devil tried to tempt Jesus and inch his way into his life. The thing is, Jesus knew God's word. Obviously, he's Jesus. <laughs> he quoted scripture back to the devil. The devil literally used scripture out of context and tried to confuse Jesus. But Jesus knew, like he knew his stuff, you guys. That's why it's so important for us to know the Bible. Even nowadays, there are so many false teachers Just false information going around. There's false ways that verses in the Bible are used. And if you don't know your stuff, if you haven't been doing your Bible studies and things like that, if you don't truly know scripture, then you're going to be confused. You're going to really latch onto these things easily. And Satan's going to use that against you. He's going to use your weakness of not knowing. Not knowing God's truth and God's word. It'll be so much easier for you to not only distinguish the voice of God, but also beat the devil's influence if you know scripture. I don't think you can truly have a relationship with God without reading the Bible. It's kind of something that comes hand in hand. And how can you have a relationship with someone you don't know about? The only way you're going to know more about God is reading his word, reading his written word. So that's I can't stress that enough. <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of you guys are sitting here and you know this. But if any of you guys are just wondering, like, you gotta read the Bible. And I know other people will say the same thing. But we have to remember that Satan's number one goal is to hurt us and separate us from God. That's his entire goal in his life. Like, does he have a life? I don't know. It's, it. this is his entire goal. Like, this is what he's trying to do in every single person's life. So if the influence in your life... The guidance you've been hearing, the voice you've been listening to promotes hate or self-gain or anything that has ulterior motives or conditions. It is from the devil. The enemy says you're a failure. You're ugly. Like, you're a waste of space. How could God ever love you? God hates you. Like, are you serious? There's no way you should turn back to God right now. It's too late to change. God doesn't want a broken person. The scary part is when your voice becomes influenced by the devil and that's when you start to believe these lies and speak them into your life so when the lines between what the devil's saying and your thoughts and God's voice when that gets blurred and the devil gets a hold of that that's when you start to believe these lies and you lies and you speak this into your life self-hate creeps in that way exactly what satan wants to happen when you hate yourself and believe these things that's when you feel the furthest from God. For me, most of the times when I'm going through a period where I'm super hard on myself, I'm kind of just mad at myself. Like, I feel like I can't do anything wrong. I'm just being like super negative. I'm like, oh, I'm ugly. Like I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, this is like, this is terrible. I'm ugly. All these things, when that happens, that's when I'm the furthest away from God. When I get anxiety, when I get my anxiety attacks, it's when I'm furthest from God. It's when I haven't talked to God in weeks or maybe even months. That's the scary part. But if we flip this over and we look at the goal of God, and God's voice is entirely different. It's uplifting, it's encouraging, it's loving. It gives you reassurance and peace. God believes in you, and He loves you despite everything. That's pretty neat. I love that. <laughs> I feel like I can get really sappy about like how God feels about us because it's just the coolest thing ever and I can't even fully fathom us us as humans cannot fathom this kind of love it's just amazing anyway but he doesn't promote hate or abandonment or confusion And I saw a quote that said, it's not about what the voice sounds like, it's about what the voice is saying. If you're wondering if the voice you're hearing or the guidance you're hearing is from God, ask yourself, is it pulling you closer to God or is it pulling you away from God? Because that's going to be extremely important. Well, I didn't have my mic plugged in for that whole last section, but you know, did you, did you notice? (laughs) Anyway, um... I think Satan's voice and our inner voices like to merge together. You see, our flesh is evil. Us as humans are sinful and will gravitate towards that sinful nature unless we are very proactive in seeking God and living that lifestyle. It is an everyday decision that takes discipline. That's why it's so hard for us to break sin cycles, to break addictions, because our flesh, us as humans are naturally very drawn to that we're drawn to that satisfaction we are drawn to that instant gratification all these instant things and we are naturally evil so we have to be very diligent in our relationship with jesus that's why i was saying we have to read the bible we have to become as close to jesus as we can in our relationship with him and we have to just constantly be in the word and I know, for me, and those of you who truly do have a relationship with Jesus, you feel a lot different when you do not do not spend time in the Word. My weeks are extremely different when I do not get the time to spend time in the Word, when I don't make the time, when I think I'm too busy. And so, those are the weeks and the days when Satan likes to be the louder voice in your life, which is scary. So, we need to make sure that we are always being very aware of that. But the cool thing is, God is actively speaking to our souls and heals the division of our souls and the Holy Spirit. He brings us together. I love that. Satan tears us apart from the Holy Trinity and just... Honestly, the worst. Like, why does Satan have to be such a party pooper? He's the rudest. Seriously, I hate that guy. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I hate that guy. Um, and then it says in Hebrews 4.12, For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. So the word of God is going to help you have that discernment. It's going to change your thoughts and the intentions of your heart. Are you still going to have moments where the devil creeps in and gives you like a terrible sinful thought? Yes, but God and God's word and the Holy Spirit within you is going to give you that discernment and that intention in your heart to be like, no, I'm not going to think this anymore. That's it. I think the intention of your heart, that's, that's a critical, critical thing. And you can have a relationship with Jesus and you can hear God's voice all you want. Be extremely, just very much in the word. But you don't have a changed heart because you have not let God change your heart. That is a huge step of this, I think. You need to have God's will align with your will. And you need God to... You need to let God change your heart because it's an extremely different feeling from when I was living like a lukewarm life with Jesus, when I knew Jesus and knew who he was, prayed every once in a while, did read the Bible, but didn't have a relationship with him. It's when I hadn't let him in my heart yet and I hadn't let him change my heart. And it is a completely different feeling. And I think that is when I could easily discern between the voices and I could easily tell the difference between all the voices and all all the craziness and coming against me coming against all of us we're constantly in a warfare for our souls for our hearts and I think that right there that last bit of that verse is the discerning the thoughts and intentions of our heart and if you think about it a lot of times our voices to ourselves is demanding very selfish, very self-serving. Most decisions we make is made without, most decisions we make if made without Jesus is for ourselves and our gain. God has a graceful way of speaking into our lives, even when he offers correction, which I love. (laughs) I don't deserve his grace or his mercy, but boy, do I love it because there are times where I really think, I should be punished hard for something, but God continues to say, Peyton, I forgive you. I have already forgiven you for that, and come back to me. Come back to my arms. Let's work through this. I love you still. I never stopped loving you. (laughs) I'm gonna start crying over here. Yeah, I love that. Wow, that's great, but he gives us opportunities and chances while we tend to tear ourselves down, get upset and mad at ourselves when maybe we don't get everything on that to-do list done or maybe when we aren't as pretty as that person or have as many followers as that person on social media. But don't you see right here how our voices to ourselves are very similar to Satan's voice because we are naturally selfish. We are naturally boastful. We naturally want everything for ourselves. We naturally want to be all of these things. Selfish, demanding, self-serving. That's why we need Jesus more than ever to be the loudest voice in our life. And wow, my podcasts keep overlapping because we literally talked about this at the end of the last podcast. of God needs to be the loudest voice in your life, but you were muting it. So I think, I hope... What we've talked about today will kind of help you guys understand the difference between the voices. But it did take a while for me. And I do think sometimes it's like, is God speaking to me or is it just the voice in my head? But I think once again, the biggest solidifier for you in deciding that is going to be based on scripture and if it goes against God's word. And you have to be able to understand what you are reading. As you saw with Satan tempting Jesus, Satan knows scripture, you guys, and he's going to use it and twist it and be like, well, you can do this because it says this here. That's why it is critical for you to spend time in the Word, and I'm not saying just read the daily Bible verse of the day on the Bible app. If anything, you need to read that full chapter and you need to understand what's going on because... It's crazy how easily a single verse can be twisted. I I was talking about this with one of my friends the other day. Like, how often do we just take one single verse and we're like, okay, cool, apply that to our life and that's it. You have to go deeper because Satan knows scripture and Satan will use scripture against you. And so, we love that, don't we, you guys? But it gets easier, I promise you. it's It's so much easier for me. And my relationship with Jesus probably was at its strongest point when I really started to take my relationship with Jesus into my own hands, out of the church's hands, out of my family's hands, into my own hands, with just me and Jesus pursuing our relationship was about four years ago. And since then, a lot of this stuff has become a lot easier, but like I said, it is still an everyday battle maybe every second battle, because our flesh and Satan just love to team up together, they are just buddies, and they love to just tell us, like, ah, go do that, no worries, it says right here in scripture that you're allowed to do that, yeah, no, okay, let's be real, you guys, (laughs) so, yeah, that's, that's my two cents on this topic, and I'm no expert, I don't know everything, obviously, I don't know everything about the Bible, all this stuff. I'm still constantly learning. I'm still pursuing my relationship with Jesus. So I really, really, really challenge you guys this week to take your Bible reading and your time with Jesus a step further. Just dig a little bit deeper. I promise you'll thank me for it. You'll thank Jesus for it. It'll be a great old time. Have you noticed how pushy and demanding the enemy is? Satan just finds his own way in there. He pushes into your life. And into your mind, he makes his voice heard in your life. Like, he's like, I'm here, everybody. But the cool thing, God, on the other hand, invites you to seek him in order to hear him and learn from him. I think this is so cool. Nothing is forced. That's what is so beautiful about our relationship with Jesus. Yes, we want every single person to have a relationship with Jesus, to be saved, all these things. But the most amazing part is that they get to choose Jesus wants every single person to be saved, but kind of the crazy and cool thing that's unlike any other gods that we hear about is that we get the will to choose whether we follow Jesus or not. Nothing's pushy. That's cool. I really like that. I like that a lot. It's all just one big invitation to salvation and the most amazing relationship you will ever experience. And we see this in Jeremiah 29:12 through 13. It says, then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will hear you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I just love that. Like, we have to do it, guys. Jesus is always there, but he wants us to seek him. For me, when the voices of my life start to become blurry, it gives me a fire to seek after Jesus even harder. And this definitely was not the case four years ago. I... Like, four years ago, I knew God existed and all that, but it wasn't as urgent for me. And I didn't have, like, the passion and drive and want to learn more about God. But there is no room for Satan in your life, in your mind, in your soul, unless you leave room for him, guys. There's only room unless you leave room. And guess what? The only thing that can fill that gap in your life... You tell me, guys, what is the one thing that can fill up those gaps in your life? Jesus. Our own voices are very deceitful. But when you are constantly in the word and around other people who push you closer to Jesus, your heart will start to align with God's will for you. And it will be very easy for you to have discernment between your voice, Satan's voice, and God's voice. Okay, now I'm done, even though I thought I was done like 10 minutes ago. Anyway, I'm just going to leave all of you beautiful people um, with a prayer. Alright, dear God, thank you so much for this platform, for all of these beautiful people who are listening right now. I know you brought each and every one of them to this podcast today because they needed to hear something. It is not my words, it is not of my work, but all glory goes to you. I pray that you would help them if they're really struggling to know the difference between all of these voices, all of these influences in their life. I know the world is loud. Our busyness is loud and I pray that you would be the loudest voice in their life and that they would really take intentional time this week to spend time in the Word, that they wouldn't be satisfied with just one verse, but that but that they'd want to read the entire chapter, that they'd want to know more about you, seek after you and just really get to know you better and I pray that they just find it so easy to know the difference between your voice and Satan's voice and um, that they know that your voice is loving, uplifting, and that they can run to you in all times and for all things. And we love you so much. Thank you so much for all that you do for us, all the ways you're working in our lives. And I pray this, I surrender this to you and I trust you with this in Jesus name. Amen. Yay. Thank you so much for listening to a- another podcast. Once again, if you'd like to pick the topics that we talk about, then go ahead and join our Instagram family and also get pumped for next week's podcast because it's going to be pretty darn cool and pretty special. But um, we're going to have our first special guests in a little panel and I'm so excited. But I will see all of you. I mean, I will (laughs) talk to all of you guys next Wednesday. Bye.